This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better it was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly so you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues including cuts scrapes burns sunburns rashes other types of skin damage it's totally safe non-toxic suitable on all types of skin even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin this is also safe for the young members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500,000 happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 114 with Joshua Aparicio. Show notes for this episode can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 114. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean, and I'm here to give you and other passionate, dedicated moms the tools you need to bridge the gap between motherhood and living the life of your dreams. I'm also here to help you be a little more shameless every day, because if you aren't building a life you're extraordinarily proud of, what kind of legacy are you building? So let's dive in. Today's episode is an extremely special one. We have our first shameless kid joining the show. Joshua Aparicio is a 12-year-old 7th grader who has partnered with Be Strong, an anti-bullying organization. Joshua works with Be Strong to share his story of being bullied regularly for six years. In addition to working with Be Strong to help other kids impacted by bullying, Joshua is a published poet. He was first published at the age of 7 and has been published every year since. And he recently took his SATs. Yes, he's 12. And yes, you're supposed to take SATs when you're 16. So you could say that Joshua has a very bright future ahead of him. I recently saw Joshua do an interview with my friend Scott Colby, who you'll remember from our episode 102, Say It With Gratitude. And I was blown away. Joshua showed up to the interview with Scott with his vest and jacket and bow tie, like ready to roll. This kid is a pro and he's brilliant and he's kind and he's sweet and compassionate. And I just knew watching that interview that I had to get him here. And I immediately emailed Scott and I said, Scott, how can I get in touch with Joshua? I'm dying to have him on the Shameless Mom Academy. Scott was so kind to put me in touch with Be Strong and with Joshua and with Joshua's mom. And it's just been such a wonderful and lovely journey talking to them, getting to know them a little bit. 
And then being able to do this interview with Joshua, I have to say, I could tell Joshua's mom was sitting next to him during the interview. And my heart the whole time, I was like, I just want to talk to her and ask her a few questions. So she very kindly, after the interview, spent a few minutes talking to me. We didn't record that part, but I just wanted to let you all know as listeners, because I feel like we're all going to have our mom guards on. I want you to know that she was sitting next to him during the entire interview helping him, which he really didn't need help, but like just cueing him a little bit here and there. And then afterwards, she got on with me and she said, you know what, like, this is all him. He doesn't need my help. He is respectful and he's intelligent and he's like independent and capable. And he really like, he knows exactly what to do when he's doing it. And she told me multiple times he's never been disrespectful one day in his life. So I kind of wanted him to come talk to my four-year-old about that. But I was just blown away by Joshua's mom, Sherman, and how graceful she was and how strong she was and just how loving she was. And I just really appreciated the moments that we got to spend together. Of course, I also loved my time with Joshua. He was so intelligent and thoughtful in all of his answers. And like coming on a podcast as a 12-year-old, it's not a small thing. And he handled it like a champ, as if he had done it a million times. And he was just fantastic to talk to and so extremely insightful, sharing his stories of being bullied, sharing his experience, sharing what he's learned. And then he also talked about his compassion around the situation, how he talks to other kids who've been bullied, how he thinks of kids who demonstrate bullying behavior, and why he doesn't actually feel anger towards them, but he understands that they're probably coming from a place of pain as well. So he is just wise beyond his years for sure. So thank you to Joshua for coming on the show Wherever you go in life, Joshua, you will make a huge, huge difference. You already are. And thank you, Sherman, Joshua's mom, for allowing this to all happen, because I know this is going to help other children and other parents and families who are struggling with bullying. So please listen in to hear Joshua share what it was like to be bullied on a regular basis for six years, how him and his mom were finally able to put an end to the bullying, how his mayor became his mentor when his school district failed to protect him how Joshua's mom coached him every night to help his mindset around the situation, and how Joshua now gives advice to kids who are being bullied, and the surprisingly kind and compassionate thoughts he has about kids who demonstrate bullying victims. And lastly, Joshua is going to share why being a victim of bullying actually positively impacted his life. So please welcome to the show our first shameless kid, Joshua Apparatio. Joshua, welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm so excited to have our first shameless kid on the show. I am too. I'm very excited. This is going to be really fun. So there's two things that are happening for the first time today. We have our first shameless kid. We've never had a child on the show before, so I'm very excited about that. And we're doing this on video and audio, so I actually get to see you. Usually I just record on audio, so this is a big treat. Yes, it is. Tell us, Joshua, you are 12 years old. Is that correct? Yes, it is. And what grade are you in? I'm in the seventh grade. The seventh I'm grade. Homeschooled. Oh, you're homeschooled. Okay. Maybe that's why you seem so much older because you seem very sophisticated for 12. Do people tell you that a lot? Yes. People tell me that a lot. I think you are wise beyond your years, which maybe is from some of the experiences that you've had growing up. Yes. Yes, it's definitely good. I was introduced to you through my friend, Scott Colby, who I know is a friend of yours. And Scott did an interview with me and where we talked about his Say It With Gratitude project. And with his Say It With Gratitude project, he was working with Be Strong, who I know you work with, and that's how I was able to get connected with you. So I'm so excited to connect with you. So Scott is a friend of mine. And every time Scott and I have crossover with friends and people that we interview, it's always 
really amazing people. So I know that Scott only talks to people he really, really trusts and really values. So I'm so excited to have a conversation with you around some of the things that Scott and I talked about. But I have to say in advance, I'm also so impressed with what you're doing for your age. I think it's so courageous. And also that you're already sharing your stories. I talk about sharing stories a lot. And a lot of times when grownups tell stories and talk about their life experience, we talk about like, oh, you know, 20 years ago, this thing happened to me and this is how it shaped my life. And you're talking about some things that happened to you in more recent history and you're sharing how that impacted your life and how you want to help other kids. So are you ready to dive into a little bit of this? Yes, I am. Yes. Okay, so let's get going. So I want to start with those people who aren't seeing you on video. I want to mention that you are in a jacket and a bow tie and a vest and a bow tie. You might be the person who's the most dressed up ever to one of my interviews. <laughs> Thank you. Tell me a little bit about how you dress and why you dress the way that you do. Well, you know, Miss Sarah, the reason why I was bullied was because I dress this way. And it was always important for me to take pride in myself. Mm -hmm. And it's also important for me to be well-groomed as a young man. That's so impressive. And interesting that I did not know this was the cause of the bullying and also that you have continued to dress this way in spite of being bullied. Yes, so of course. Huge, huge props to you for that because I think that a lot of kids might have just said, oh, I'm going to change the way I am to fit what other kids expect. And you did not do that. No. No. Well done. I also think that when you dress a certain way, you carry yourself a certain way and that impacts the way you behave and that impacts your decisions, right? Right. Very impressive. I noticed because when you did an interview with Scott, I saw that you were dressed in the jacket and bow tie and I thought, oh my gosh, he's really dressed up for this interview. And then I saw a couple other things through Be Strong. And I thought, I think this is how he always dresses. So I'm super, super impressed with that. I think you. you will go far in life if you always show up the way you are showing up now. Yes, I know I will. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this is, show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This episode is supported by Mysteries About True Histories, a podcast for your kiddos. So from the creators of the hit podcast, Who Smarted, and Netflix's Brainchild comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning cool. 
This podcast is perfect for ages six and up and new episodes drop every Thursday, each stacked with so much laughter that your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. I love a show where as a parent, you're like, hey, let's listen or watch this or whatever. And your kids are thinking they're like getting extra device time or what have you. And you're like, they're learning right now. So it feels like such a big win. So I want you to go check out Mysteries About True Histories wherever you listen to podcasts. You can tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to this podcast. So go check out Mysteries About True Histories to listen in and have some fun with your kid while they learn today. And I think you're quickly growing a fan club that will help you go in any direction you choose to go too. So let's talk about your experience with bullying. Can you talk about when you started to be bullied and how did that happen and what kinds of bullying did you experience? Well, you know, Miss Sarah, I started being bullied when I was five years old in the first grade. I was too intelligent and advanced for kindergarten and I was bullied physically and emotionally and it was extremely hurtful at that age. I would imagine. And so when you talk about physically and emotionally, can you tell us more specifically what that means where people, obviously people were physically harming you. So what did that look like? Well, physically harming me was hitting me and just doing absurd things with their hands or their feet or whatever body part. But emotionally was the word and how much it impacted my life for that day Mm -hmm. and probably for that week or month. Yeah. And it was extremely difficult. On the days that this happened, how did you work through the school days on the days you were bullied? Were you able to make it through the school day and then come home or did you leave school early? And what kinds of things tended to happen to you as you worked through that? I just worked through the day as best I could. I tried not to focus on the bullying, but Mm -hmm. it was so prominent in my mind that I just couldn't keep it off my mind. And it was a lot to bear. Yes. Did you have friends at school who you were able to share some of the struggle with, or did you come home and share it with other people, or did you just keep it all to yourself? Well, I mostly kept it all to myself. I didn't have any friends to share it with, uh, to share my experiences with. I usually shared it with my mom or kept it to myself. Okay. You were able to come home and share it with her? Yes. Your mom must be an amazing woman. Yes, she is. Because I think that for you to be as amazing as you are and as strong as you are at such a young age, you must have an amazing mom. And our listeners on this show are all moms. And so I think that people will listen to this and think, wow, like there's hope for my child, even on the roughest days when they hear you talking and hear you sharing your experience. So tell us a little bit about how long the bullying lasted. Was it just during the first grade or did it last for time beyond that as well? Well, I experienced bullying for many years, exactly six years. Wow. And it was difficult being that young and having to bear all of that hatred and all the bullying. Did you ever fight back when you were bullied or did you just internalize it and become very quiet? I never fought back against bullying, but I applied being bullied to my studies as a tool to help me through my studies. And because of being bullied, I was able to take the SAT on March 11th, 2017, and it being in the seventh grade and homeschool. Wow. So I'm remembering now when I was emailing with some people from your team that they said that you were studying for the SAT. That's amazing because usually you take that when you're 16? You're about 16, yes. Wow. So you've taken it four years early. 
Yes. Yes. And tell us a little bit. So you said that being bullied helped you focus more on your studies and you've been able to really academically progress at a much faster rate. How do you think bullying inspired that? Well, bullying inspired that because I couldn't stop or I couldn't hinder the bullying. Mm-hmm. So I used it as an advantage to okay. help propel me through my studies. So it was made a lot easier instead of keeping it on my mind. I wonder, do you feel like part of proving yourself, because you said you weren't fighting back with the bullies. Do you think that maybe part of what you were doing academically was proving yourself? If you proved that you were really smart and you were proving that you were doing things on a really advanced academic track, that that kind of showed that you were this very strong-minded, strong-willed person? Yes. I love that. That's amazing. And I love it that that's like your way of not letting the bullies win, that you were going to win no matter what. And I think that's such a great lesson to everyone who's listening to moms and to kids and everyone that when you have something that's such a big struggle, if you decide to push yourself in another area, I say, use that as fuel for your fire. So you have, and I've had this in the past where I've had maybe a boss at work who's made me feel really bad in some way. And then I decide to use that to make me extremely motivated in another area of my life. And that makes me work hard, like at least twice as hard to achieve in another area of my life to prove that I'm valuable and worthy, even if someone else isn't seen in that in me at a time. I absolutely agree with that. And I also want to add that not only bullying helped to propel me through my studies, but also my mom, thanks to my mom, I was able to take the SAT as well. She was always there to help. She was there 100% of the time. So when you would come home from school after a day of bullying and you said your mom was the person that you opened up to, what kinds of things would she say to you? She would say, I'm praying that you will have a better day tomorrow. She always built me back up to be better than I was the day before or that day. She always built me up to be better the next day. That's awesome. And did that help you? Did you feel like that allowed you to be able to go back to school and face the next day and face those same kids? Yes, it did. So during that time period, it was over the course of six years? Yes, it was. During that time period, do you think that other children around you saw what was happening and were able to learn from that as well? Or do you feel like people didn't really see it or were kind of just ignoring it? I feel like people were ignoring it and they weren't paying attention. I think that's a really important part of this that I want to ask you a couple more questions on because that must have been really challenging to feel like you were in so much pain and so vulnerable and the other people saw it happening and they weren't doing anything. What was that experience like for you? It was difficult. Seeing people watch me hurting, Mm -hmm. it was difficult that they didn't stop what they're doing and help me or they intervened to stop the bully from bullying me. I didn't understand why they were ignoring me and Mm -hmm. not trying to help me. Yeah. Do you have a sense of if you were to see someone be bullied or if another person, child were to come up to you and say they were being bullied at school, what kinds of things would you say? And would you intervene if you saw someone else being bullied? I would intervene if somebody else was being bullied. And if a younger kid or another kid came up to me and said that they were being bullied, what I would probably say is to not let the bullying divert them from succeeding and to not focus on the bullying and the bullies. Mm, I love that. I think that's a really mature attitude. So were you bullied by the same people or was it like always just one person or was it multiple people or did it shift? It was multiple people, multiple Multiple. people. Okay. Okay. And now it's six years later and you've told me before we started recording that you're now being homeschooled. So is that new this year then? That's new this year. Yeah. Okay. I've been homeschooled for about four months. Okay. 
And what prompted you to be homeschooled? I asked my mom to homeschool me. Yeah. That's when I believe the bullying ended. And my mom was extremely jubilant when I asked her to homeschool me. Was she? So had she brought it up to you before? Had it been something you guys had talked about or did you guys have talked about it together? Yes, we did. That's a big step. So now you're doing school at home and your mom is essentially your teacher. What is that like? It's really a change Mm -hmm. that I've accompanied to, but it's a lot easier to focus on my studies than to focus on bullying. Even though the work may be challenging and sometimes difficult, I am always focusing on my work than being bullied. I think that's such a brave choice to start being homeschooled, but also it must have been a really big relief. Did it feel like a big relief? Yes, it was. It was a huge relief. What has that been like to be out of that situation, to know like when you wake up in the morning, you just don't have to worry about that anymore? What does that feel like? It was an amazing feeling to have that burden of being bullied taken off my shoulders and my heart. Mm -hmm. It was just an amazing feeling. Wow. So when you were attending school, did you think about being bullied every day? Is it something that you always worried about? Yes, it was. Yes. Okay. So I imagine it must feel very, very different every single day now then. Yes, it is very different. And what do you think your mom would say is different about you since starting to be homeschooled and since being away from that situation? What I would say that she saw that was different about me is that I was always happy. I always had a smile on my face. I didn't show any more fear which was definitely a change for her because she always saw fear and hurt and defeat on my face because I couldn't stand up to the bullying. But now she's always seeing a smile on my face. Oh, that's so fantastic. I'm so excited for you. One of the things that comes to mind is how powerful you must feel that you've been able to make such a big decision that's had such a positive impact. And when you were being bullied, I imagine you probably didn't feel very powerful very often. Do you feel a difference in like in feeling powerful and capable in your life? Yes, it's definitely a change. I love it a lot. Oh, good, good. So I talk about with moms a lot, I talk about feeling strong and capable and you must feel a lot more strong and a lot more capable to do the things that you want to do academically because you don't have this distraction of being bullied anymore. Is that true? Yes, it's very true. I love the fact that I don't have to focus my energy on being bullied and now I can focus my synergy on empowering others. I love that. So tell me a little bit about what you are focusing on now. You took the SATs, so you have that behind you, which is congratulations. That's such a big move and it's such a big accomplishment. What are you focusing on now with your academics? And I know you're also doing some work outside of academics with the Be Strong campaign. So what would you say your biggest focuses are? Well, one of my biggest focuses to build a coalition with the student state representatives, which I'm the president of, from across the nation to efface and eradicate bullying. Be Strong is a huge part of my growth and my voice and being able to encourage others experiencing bullying. And I'm also able to focus on writing and doing poetry, which I love doing. Wow. I'm imagining your mom watching you and what it must feel like for her to see you in this place of power and this place of feeling so energized and motivated to help other people. Because not only have you come out of the bullying situation and been able to focus on academic things and progress academically in amazing ways, but you don't want to limit just your own academic achievement. It sounds like you are ready to help other people and like be part of a nationwide effort and outreach to help other kids. 
Yes, that's definitely my goal. That's slightly amazing for a 12-year-old. Do you understand how amazing that is? Yes, I do. I do understand. That's so cool. I'm so impressed with all of this. I really appreciate what you're doing for other kids because I think that it will make such a big difference. And I also think something that's so powerful about this is that you didn't wait until you were, like I mentioned earlier, oftentimes with our stories, it takes us five or 10 or 20 years to look back and see that something really impacted us and then make change or help other people in the same situation. And you are just a few months out of being in this horrible situation of being bullied regularly. And already you're ready to share your story and you're ready to talk with other people. And you don't sound intimidated by doing interviews and talking to adults and writing and being part of something that is so much bigger than just your own experience. Right. Yes. That's definitely my goal. That's so cool. So do you have any advice for the moms listening to the show? If they have kids who are coming home from school and saying that they're being bullied? Well, you know, Mr., the advice I would give to parents whose children are being bullied is to not approach the bully or the staff or any teachers or even the principal or show any negative aggression or anger and do what I did, a letter to the school superintendent to start the process on how to deal with the bullying situation. Wow. So is that what you did instead of going to the teachers and the people who are right there, you just went right straight to the top? Yes, because if I went to the staff or teacher principal, they wouldn't do anything. All they tell me is to stop acting like a crybaby, toughen up, Mm. things that didn't really help me. So I always went to the top and asked for help. And when you did that, when you reached out to the superintendent, is that something that you did or did your mom do it or did you do it together? My mom and I did it together. Okay. And you wrote a letter? Yes, I did. So my mom, I was raised by a single mom and she had me write letters for everything. And I used to get very annoyed because every time there was a problem, she'd say, honey, you just need to write a letter to your teacher or to the principal or whoever. And I never wanted to write these letters. And I will tell you that I have gotten so many amazing things in my life because I've been a self-advocate and stood up for myself in so many ways by writing letters. So I'm so impressed that you are doing that. And Cheers to your mom for helping you with that process because I think that when you can express yourself in a written format, that it really allows you to get the things that you need and it allows you to be able to step up and really take care of yourself in a positive and powerful way. Right. And my mom always encouraged me to write at a young age. I started writing when I was five years old. I always wrote letters about everything, whether it applied to bullying or helping my community and my society. It didn't really matter. I just had to write letters to see what I can do to help. Mm. So a follow-up question for the advice that you might have for other parents who have children being bullied or what they might say to their kids. Was there anything that was most helpful to you that someone said to you, and maybe you might have done something that your mom said, but is there something that was especially helpful to you when you were talking to other people about being bullied and talking to your mom about it? What was like the most powerful thing that someone said to you or advice someone gave you? Well, you know, fortunately, the mayor of Inglewood, James T. Butts, the mayor of Inglewood, he gave me the most helpful advice. He always Mm -hmm. encouraged me to focus my eyes on the prize and my studies. I just wanted to pop in for a moment and remind you that I'm currently creating a wait list for the Shameless Mommy Mastermind. So if you are looking for a place to connect with me and connect with other moms on a personal level via video chatting, 
please do email me at info at shamelessmom.com. I'm putting together a group of women where we can meet on a weekly basis to talk about our goals, to talk about accountability, to make sure that we're taking steps every week to work toward goals that are really meaningful. So this might be related to weight loss. It might be related to reading books that improve your life. It might be related to finding a new career path. It can be anything. But if you're looking to have deeper conversations and have someone help you with accountability, I'm your person. I'm kind of the accountability queen. So please do send me an email to info at shamelessmom.com and just let me know that you're interested in the Shameless Mommy Mastermind. And I will send you more information as soon as we release it. I can't wait to connect with you a little bit more closely and intimately and help keep you accountable to your goals so that you can achieve amazing things in the next few months. And now back to our interview. Wow. So tell me how you got to talk to the mayor about this. The mayor's my friend now, but I decided at five years old that I wanted to meet the mayor. So I met the mayor at the city hall, which we're pretty close to. My mom and I are pretty close to. So I went up to the ninth floor, which is where he is. And I was able to meet him for the first time. And it was so empowering that I wanted to be his friend all the time. That is so, so cool. And I bet he was really excited to meet you. Yes, he was. And he also helped me with coping with bullying. Okay. So I think the message for parents who have children who are listening to this, who might be having experiences being bullied, is that if your child has a mentor that they want to seek out, let them seek that person out. Because for you, it sounds like that was a really positive influence in your life for you to be able to contact the mayor. And most people might think like, oh, you can't just call the mayor. You can't just go to the mayor's office, but you did it. And now he's your friend. Yes. And he was fun time in his busy schedule to talk to me about bullying and how I can deal with it and what I can do to help the community. And he is one of my greatest mentors. That is amazing. And I think there's a lot of grownups who would be honored to mentor someone like you or someone who has similar situation to you. So I think that I would love to encourage anyone listening who has a child who can identify someone they would like to have as their mentor to reach out. Like I know if anyone were to come to me and say, I would love to be mentored by you or my seven-year-old would love to be mentored by you, I would always say yes. So I think that reaching out and just giving yourself permission to ask is so important. Right. It's very important. So I think it's so brave and bold of you to be talking about all of these things and sharing your story because like I said, sharing our stories, I think is the way that we help other people. I think it's a way that we heal first of all, but I think it's also a way for us to help other people. Do you find that in talking about your story and talking about bullying that you've been able to do some healing? Yes, I do feel like I've been able to help people and heal people who have been experiencing bullying. Yeah. And I'm glad that I've been able to since joining Be Strong last year. And If you were to face the people who bully you today, what would you say to them? Well, you know, Mr., I first want to say that bullies sometimes are an unfortunate result of abuse in most cases. But what I would say to those kids who bullied me would be that I forgive them for what they did to me a long time ago. Mm -hmm. I would forgive them for what they did to me because it's easier to forgive than to harbor and contain hate in your heart. And since I'm no longer attending a traditional private or public school, I can do that. I think you just said something that was extremely insightful for anyone, but especially for a 12-year-old. When you mentioned that oftentimes kids who are bullying are doing so because they come from a place where they've potentially been abused or had some really negative life experiences. And I think that that shows a lot of compassion that you can recognize that, which is a very mature attitude for your age. (laughs) 
Do you and your mom talk about empathy? Do you know what that means? Yes, we talk about empathy. So I think that one of the really significant things with these kinds of situations is that when someone has done something to hurt you, when you can look back and see their side of it, rather than just seeing and feeling your own pain, that's a really big deal. And that takes a lot of insight. And sometimes that takes people many, many years to be able to do that. So I see you already doing that and already understanding that. So do you think that you could be someone who actually, I know that you are definitely helping children who are being bullied already. Do you think that you could also help kids who demonstrate bullying behaviors? Yes, I do. I believe that the kids who are being bullied, that they should talk to their parents or ask for help or find nearby additional resources from the free Be Strong app. Yes. You're so smart. You just like jumped right into the thing I wanted to talk about. (laughs) So tell me about Be Strong and the really important work that you're doing with them. And you can share the app at that time too. Yes. The app was a very important jump for Be Strong. It has definitely helped a lot of kids through the internet and electronics. I do feel that it really helped those kids who are being bullied with the crisis hotlines and the suicide hotlines and the text lines with other students and older people who have experienced what the student has been through. And it's really important to do that because you don't want people to hurt themselves or, or right. something like that. Right. Yeah, I think a lot of kids are not as mentally strong as you have been. And I think that for many kids, they can't take it six years, day in, day out for six years. So Be Strong is a resource for kids who are experiencing bullying. And it sounds like you can find resources through Be Strong through their website and then also through the app. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously and... 
Six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And tell me a little bit about how Be Strong helps kids who are being bullied. Well, Be Strong helps kids who are being bullied by sharing inspiring and encouraging talks through the website and through live events. They're currently on the 50 State Live Tour. The next event, I believe, is in Kentucky. I am very excited to see the outcome of how much this event helps those kids who are being bullied. Oh, that's so cool. So I will make sure in our show notes for this show for all of our listeners, if you go to shamelessmom.com, go to the show notes for this episode, and I will make sure that there will be links there to Be Strong for any of you who want to tap into that resource. It sounds like a really excellent resource. Did Be Strong come to you or did you find them? How did you guys end up partnering? Well, we partnered through the mayor of Inglewood, James Tubutz. So he nominated me for Hero of the Week for the Los Angeles Talk Radio. Wow. And so Be Strong found this resource, and they were able to talk to me over the phone. And Miss Ashley, Alyssa Cromer, she was the one that was most inspired by me and wanted to meet me in person. So on June 8th, 2016, I will never forget the date, she met with me, and she was so inspired. I will never forget that date. Wow. She was so inspired, and she was also there with the founder of Be Strong, Roy Moore, and all of the other sponsors and all the other people would be strong. That's so cool. And I have to say, I can understand why Ashley was immediately impressed and inspired by you because when Scott told me about your story, I went to his website and just saw a little bit of a video clip of you and immediately emailed Scott and said, oh my gosh, do you think that Joshua would want to be my first shameless kid interview for the Shameless Mom Academy? So you make such an amazing first impression. And I'm sure a lot of people tell you that, but I can understand why Ashley was really excited and why Be Strong would immediately want to partner with you and have you as part of their team. She, and I would just want to say that Be Strong and Miss Ashley and Roy Moore and just Be Strong as a whole mm-hmm. gave me my smile back and, and gave me my voice to be able to speak and empower and encourage students. That's amazing. Well, I'm so excited that you've shared that resource with us because I know that our moms listening, there'll be some of them who will definitely want to go and check out Be Strong and see how that might be a good support system for them and for their family, for their kids. So I have a tough question. Maybe you've had this question before. You can let me know. But how do you think bullying has made your life better? Most people probably wouldn't say bullying improved their life, but I'm wondering if maybe you would say it has or in some ways. (laughs) Well, you know, sir, that is quite a tough question, but I just want to say that the bullying has made my life better because thanks to Be Strong, I now have a voice to speak up for those children and spread the word of choosing kindness over hatred. And, And also because of Be Strong, I now have my smile back and I'm able to be happier every single day while being homeschooled. I love that. And I think that sometimes we go through really hard and horrible circumstances And at the end of it all, we can see that this happened for a reason, even though it seemed so miserable. And for you, like six years, half of your life, that's a very, very long time to be a victim of something. But to see where you are now, I can see all of the amazing, powerful things that will come out of your experiences that you had in the school environment and how that will propel you 
in a different way moving forward and in such a powerful way that you will impact so many other lives and help so many other children and save a lot of kids along the way. And that's a really, really big deal. Does that feel like a big deal to you? Yes, it is. Thank you so much for the encouragement. I'm very, very excited for everything you have ahead of you. So a couple more questions. How do you feel about the kids who bullied you? You mentioned this a little bit before, but how do you feel about those kids? Do you think about them still or are you just moving full speed ahead trying not to focus on those kids anymore? Well, I move ahead, but I always keep them near to my heart because without them, I wouldn't have been able to succeed and get farther in my life. And when I move forward, I always keep them close to my heart. That's very thoughtful of you and very mature of you. Thank you. I'm sure that you know, Scott talks so much about gratitude. And when I did his interview here for the Shameless Mom Academy, we talked all about his Say It With Gratitude project, which you were, I actually have your thank you cards that you drew, which are, I love them. Yes, I got a whole pack of them. They're fantastic. So any of you listening, if you want some of Joshua's amazing art, you can go to saywithgratitude.com, which I'll link in the show notes as well, because Joshua partnered with Scott's project for one of his thank you card campaigns. So you can get original Joshua art on thank you cards, which is so cool. So one of the things that Scott and I talked about in that interview a lot was gratitude, of course. So talk to us a little bit about gratitude in your life. Do you have a gratitude practice or what does gratitude look like for you? Well, gratitude to me is being thankful for what you have and what's to come in the future. I'm thankful for my mom. I'm thankful for my life. And I'm thankful for a home because coinciding with bullying I was also homeless with my mom for about three years Mm -hmm. in Los Angeles it was difficult as well to know that I didn't have a place to call home when I left school I was wondering where we're going to sleep the next night it was difficult but now I'm grateful for and I'm grateful and I have a lot of gratitude for a home my life and my mom that's amazing how long have you been in your home for about three years How did it feel to go from being homeless to being in a home? As was going from a traditional public or private school to being homeschooled, it was an amazing change. And I couldn't have asked for anything better. I would imagine that's a pretty exciting experience to go through. And it must have given you a lot of peace of mind and a lot of comfort. Yes, it did. That's amazing. I have a sense that your mom is sitting next to you. So I just want to tell her how impressed I am with all of the work that you two have done together. I know, I don't know what it's like to be a single mom, but I know what it's like to be the child of a single mom. And I'm betting that you are extremely, extremely special to her, but I can also tell that she's really, really special to you. And I appreciate her letting you have this platform to be able to share with the Shameless Mom Academy and for all the work that you're doing through Be Strong, because I know you're going to help so many other kids. So I have two questions left for you. I want you to tell us what one superpower you would give all kids and why. Well, you know, Ms. Sarah, while I was being bullied, I thought about this for a while, and I'm so elated that you asked this question, so I'm ready to answer. Oh, good. Uh, the superpower I would give to all kids is invisibility. And the reason why is so that they can move away from or escape any unsafe or harmful situations, including bullying. Did you have days when you wished you were invisible? Yes, I did. I would imagine. I think every school-age child has days they wish that they were invisible, but I imagine it was a much stronger feeling for you and on those days when you were being bullied. Right, right. 
that would be a very powerful superpower. I like that choice. So my last question, can you tell us, and you've already demonstrated this in so many ways, but I want to hear what you have to say about it. Can you tell us in what ways you are a shameless kid? I'm a shameless kid because I had and I didn't have anything to be ashamed of. What I loved about the period of being bullied was that I never gave up my dignity throughout my treacherous endeavor. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Yes, Very, very impressive. Well, Joshua, I want to just acknowledge you for all of the work that you're doing. You are doing work of someone years and years older than you. And because you're doing this work at such a young age, you are able to touch people when they're in the middle of this experience. For adults to talk to kids when they're in the middle of being bullying is not as impactful, I would imagine, as someone your age talking to a child being bullied who is in that experience right now. So that's such a gift that you have to be able to still be as young as you are and help impact other children who are in situations similar to what you were experiencing. So I just want to thank you for everything that you're doing and let you know how extremely impactful your work is and how important it is. So keep up the good work. I will. Thank you. And I would like to add two things if that's all right. Yes, please do. First, I want to say that I'm extremely grateful for Be Strong, for what they're doing for me and that they give me a voice. And I secondly want to add that I want to share a quote with you and your viewers, if that's okay. Yes, please. The quote I want to share with you is one of the quotes I came up with last year before I started being homeschooled. The quote is, I think being kind to others is an important piece in the puzzle of change. I love that. And I agree with you wholeheartedly. Joshua, thank you so much for spending time in the Shameless Mom Academy. And anytime you have anything to share and you want to come back, please let me know because I know that our listeners are going to be really grateful for everything you shared. And I know we would love to hear from you again and hear where you're at in a year or two and see what you're up to. Yes. Thank you for this amazing opportunity with Sarah. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed spending time with Joshua and me today. This was a really special episode. I hadn't really ever considered doing a shameless kid episode until I saw Joshua's interview with Scott, and I just immediately knew that I really, really wanted Joshua to be here. So I'm so grateful to Joshua and his mom, Sherman, for allowing this to happen, and Joshua for being so utterly prepared and on top of things. You blew me away. So like Joshua is a 12-year-old professional. He is not messing around. This kid is going places and I cannot wait to see where he goes. So Joshua, thank you for spending time in the Shameless Mom Academy. I know our listeners will always be really grateful for the knowledge and wisdom you impart on all of us today. If this is your first time listening to the Shameless Mom Academy, know that we do have new episodes every Monday and Wednesday and you can subscribe and hear all new episodes as soon as they're released if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review. That will drop you right into our iTunes page where there'll be a little button that says subscribe. And then all of our new episodes will be immediately downloaded to your device as soon as they're released. So you can listen to us all the time, right as soon as we come out. You don't have to worry about missing an episode. I hope you had a fantastic time today and I hope you learned a few things. Your heart might have exploded a few times as mine certainly did. So thank you for listening. It is a joy and an honor to spend time with you a couple times every week. It's not something I take lightly. So just know that you are appreciated and I really appreciate you being here today for our first Shameless Kid interview. Have a fantastic day and no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly.
Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. 